0: What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast, where we take financial education, financial literacy, and massive action very seriously. All right, guys, so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of investing, okay, and why, in my opinion, investing is good and savings uh, can potentially be a pitfall for you or, you know, not a detriment, but it doesn't yield as much. uh, You don't get as much gain or return. uh, uh for your money as as you would invest in okay so i'm not too much going to touch on savings because i did a whole uh little rundown on you know, the kind of the pitfalls or the shortcomings of savings in my inflation episode. So if you haven't checked it out, go back through the catalog, go find the uh, inflation, the episode on inflation, that silent thief, go find out, go find the uh, the, the podcast on that, kind of go do your homework and, uh, you know, you will see uh, why savers are losers, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, so no further ado. What is investing? Investing is when you expend money with an expectation of achieving a profit or a material result by putting it into financial plans, shares, property, or by using it to develop a commercial venture, okay? So for me, what stands out, the key word in that phrase is going to be profit, all right, everybody? It's going to be profit. So a a profit is a financial gain. Okay, it's the difference between the capital you spent, the capital you invested, that initial investment, and the amount returned. All right, so if I put a hundred dollars into an investment vehicle, into any form of investing, right, it can be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, uh, real estate, it can be a business venture, it can be uh, lending money out. Uh, to the government or to a business or to whomever, right? Uh, you can be a, you know, you can be a solid partner in someone's company, someone's raising money or something, and you, you can put, let's say you put $100 into that, and as the return on that investment, the ROI, let's say you get $110. So at that point, you have a $10 profit. So you put up 100 and you got $10 back, Right. That's the name of in game of the game when you are investing, okay? So when you're investing, you're investing to get something out of it. You're investing to get something in return. You're investing to get something back. You don't, you know, you you have that expectation of achieving a profit. Or a material result by putting it into financial planning, right? So you're putting that money, and this is what I like to do. Because personally, when I put my money into the world, I like for it to come back with friends. And essentially, that's what you're doing uh, while investing, you know, or in the act of investing. You're putting that money to work. Because money should work ten times harder than you do, right? In my opinion, your money should work ten times harder than you do. You can't sit here and you work so hard for money but the money doesn't work hard for you right and that's why I say savers are losers because you don't your money doesn't work for you if it's just simply sitting in a savings account or cd you know or things of that nature um it's not doing too much working for you right Uh, don't get me wrong you can build you can grow money by saving it you know periodically over time if you Put a hundred dollars into a savings account every two weeks, then guess what? By the end of the year, you'll have amassed uh twenty four hundred bucks. Whereas if you put uh, uh you know $100 a hundred dollars into a savings, uh not a savings, but an investment vehicle um every two weeks and you get a ten percent return on that money uh for the year uh you'll end up with let's say do quick math real quick 2400 you'll end up with 2240 bucks you'll end up getting a 10% return on that 2400 so you'll end up getting 240 bucks back on that money right uh, so that's how that works, right? That's how, and, and and it's beautiful because if you continue to do that, that money just simply com- compounds on top of each other. When the compounds, you're uh let's say, you have a hundred bucks, and you you put it into an investment vehicle, right? You get a ten percent return on that hundred dollars. Well, ten percent of a hundred is ten. So let's say you get ten, you get a hundred and ten dollars. You'll have a hundred and ten dollars by the end of that first year. Okay, so that next year, with the rule of compounding, with the compound effect, instead of making ten dollars on that money, this time, <clears throat> since you have one hundred and ten dollars, you're gonna get eleven bucks back. Okay. And then so on and so forth. Every year, you're going to get that that 10 percent. The number on that 10 percent is going to grow, keep going back into that original number, and it's going to keep compounding over time. Of course, the more capital you put up into an investment, the the larger the return. Um, You ever heard someone say high risk, high reward? You know, and, and that's essentially what investing is. You're taking the risk, putting your money out there, and what they say, with the expectation of achieving a profit. The thing with that is, because any form of investing is risky, but the thing, is, the thing of it is you want to um, control that risk. You want to minimize that risk. So you have to educate yourself properly in order to uh, curb the risk factor there, right? And that's just the... Um, Thought process that goes into it So like I said so Investing that money actually works for you You get more of a return on that money Whereas you just simply put it some put the money somewhere Like I said You put it in a savings account At the end of the year You have 2400 bucks. You put it into an investment vehicle 10% return You're going to have uh, $2,640 You know what I'm saying You're going to have $2,640 600, $2, As opposed to that twenty four hundred. So in uh in, in reality you've made you've made out of thin air, you know, your your money has worked for you and made two hundred and forty books that wouldn't have been there if you would have if you wouldn't have invested in it, if you wouldn't have put it somewhere where it could uh earn you that profit or or that financial gain as we call it as a profit is, right? So the beauty in investing is it it allows you to to track your money right and you can watch it whether it's money the capital you put up or the assets that you purchase because if you happen to um, you know, invest in real estate, that's the asset, right? It's a hard asset. If you happen to uh, buy and sell cars, you invest your money into a car. Even if you fi- if you fix it, that's forced appreciation. Even if you don't fix it, even if you buy it under market value and um, you just uh, sell it at market value, uh, that's still a form of investment. It's a form of a, a, a capital gain. You're buying low and you're selling high. And in turn, you're able to to watch that that asset, right? Cuz that's a hard asset. You're either able to watch your money, that capital, or you're able to watch any assets that you purchase, you're able to watch them appreciate, okay? You can watch them appreciate. This the beauty of it. they appreciate, they pay dividends, they can earn you a profit or they can cash flow, right? Uh, you know, stocks, uh bonds, uh mutual funds, uh uh re- real estate. Uh, uh, Even big businesses, when you're a silent partner in a business, they cash flow, right? Uh, uh, In the housing market, it appreciates. Stock market, it appreciates, right? You earn a profit on it. Sometimes they pay dividends. Those stocks, they pay dividends, right? Um, Some businesses, you get paid through what's called residual income. And, And in some cases, you can have an investment vehicle where your money does all of the above. It'll appreciate pay a dividend, earn a profit and cash flow to do all of the above. Um and it doesn't take rocket scientists to be able to to do these things. It just takes uh sound educating yourself daily and whatever you're looking to put because that's how you minimize the risk right there right? uh when I say minimizing risk or curbing that risk factor, uh what I mean is you have to properly educate yourself in order to like if you go into something blind if you're if you're you know uh uh looking to get into you know the precious metal business, but you give your your money to uh, you know instead of someone who studies. Precious metals, or someone who deals in or buys and sells or buys and holds or uh, precious metals, if you give your money to a plumber instead and and have that plumber uh go out and purchase you precious metals or have that plumber go out and make investments for you, well guess what it's a good chance you'll lose all your money you put you put you put in your money at risk by not you know properly educating yourself or not entrusting it. To the right individuals because you yourself were uh, incompetent in a certain area. You yourself were ignorant to a degree in a certain uh, field or, you know, or a certain realm of uh, certain stratosphere when it comes to that investing uh, uh, space that you're looking to be in. And that's how you lose money. That's that's like basically like gambling, right? That's basically like playing the lotto, going to the casino, uh, buying scratch offs. Those are the equivalents of gambling. You might as well just take your money and tear it up and just kind of throw it away, right? Because you're not doing anything sustainable, right? It's such a high risk for. Don't get me wrong, it can be some reward there, and it can even be a high reward. Like, if you played a lotto, you know, how many people have played the lotto or, or you know, bought and scratch-offs and they, you know, uh, you spend over the course of a lifetime, let's say, you spend uh, tens of thousands or just thousands of dollars and you haven't won the the return. You spent more than what you've earned on it, right? That's the That's the – that's the thing about gambling. That's the thing about risk-taking, uh, uneducated risk-taking. Uh, you you end up spending more than what you earn on it. And investing, done soundly, you'll, you'll have a return. Your return will be greater than the initial capital that you put in because either you'll double your money, either the asset will appreciate, either you'll get paid through dividends or interest in some cases, to the point to where that money just kind of keeps piling up um if I get put my hundred dollars into an investment account investment vehicle and I get ten percent on it uh monthly uh that means I'm making ten dollars a month so throughout the year I'm gonna make more than the money I actually put up right and that's the beauty of that that's the beauty in investing it allows that money to grow so Investing, it's uh, it's beautiful because it can shield you against inflation. Um, like I said earlier, I did an episode on inflation. You might want to go check it out. Basically, what inflation is is it's when the price of goods and services goes up, and your purchasing power that your dollar has goes down. All right. So for every point, every percentage in inflation, that dollar is going to lose a penny. So, if inflation, like last year, was at seven percent, was six six percent, seven percent, the most it's been in quite some time since about nineteen eighty two, then that means the dollar is going to be worth around ninety four or ninety three cents instead of it being the, that worth getting the full actual face value of that dollar because prices are going up, right? So, investing it acts as a shield or a hedge against the inflation because. Your money is constantly moving, right? Money is a currency. It has to move. It's a current. It has to continue moving, or you won't get maximum value out of it. Not maximum value. You won't keep the value in it. You you will lose value in that dollar. You just let that dollar sit. Inflation uh, uh, occurs, and now that purchasing power is lessened, and as a result, you you have to cuz guess what didn't change that dollar that you had saved that's been sitting right there it can buy less now so what hasn't changed is the purchasing power of that do- well it has changed but it went in the negative direction right and what has changed is the you know the the item or the good or the service that you are looking to buy but you can't get it with that single dollar that you used to get anymore right and that's the beauty in investing because it allows you to in most cases, the name of the game is to beat inflation, right? Keep that money moving. Keep, it that, keep that money working in order for it to beat inflation, right? That's the name of the game. That's like Financial Education 101. You know, that's the beauty of. That's the no. That's why it's important to educate yourself financially and be financially literate, so you can understand how the game is played and you can understand how to win the game. Right. A lot of people uh, just have their money sitting in savings accounts. Some people don't need trust banks. Don't even have it. You know. Don't even don't even establish relationships with banks to where they can get that banking data to where they can at least get. Um, financial products from banks uh, to where they'll just let their money sit at home and just kind of save it over time where that doesn't really do you any justice because not only are you not beating inflation you're not even establishing a relationship with a bank so whenever you do need funding uh you know like to get a car or to get a house or things of that nature to where you can pay the best interest rates to where you can have the lowest monthly payments to where you can get the best deal possible you don't even have a relationship with these banks um and that's the downside of pitfall to you know having a savings at the you know old school savings shoebox savings right Um, It's bad enough that you don't really get anything for your money in banks, but at least you have a relationship established. Um, But I digress. So investing is good because it grows your money. right? That's the power of investing. That's why uh, simply saving won't get you what you uh, seek in life, because when you invest, like I said, you put that money, you put that capital up, that initial startup capital up. You can either get a return on it uh uh monthly, you can get a return on it uh uh quarterly, you can get a return on it yearly, uh it can pay dividends for you, it can appreciate over time. The the possibilities are limitless in terms of the return on investment when you are investing, okay. Uh, you can't grow your like I said. You can grow money saving over time. Like I said, you put up a, a, a consistent, like I said, a hundred dollars every two weeks, uh, two hundred dollars a month, I should say, into a, a, a savings account. You know, then I mean, over the course of a year, you will come up with, like I said, two two thousand four hundred bucks. Imagine if that money is able to compound and 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 get a return on that money and appreciate. You'll get that much more money as opposed to just simply saving. So, like I said, saving can grow your money to a fault. You know, of course, with just you know being uh, uh, disciplined and doing it consistently, uh, you can you can definitely. I think I think savings is more like you're building. You're not really growing. You're building more so than growing, right? You're building that uh fin- that foundation you're building that 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 life raft that financial raft and you're not growing it into anything i believe that's that's the best way to put it savings um and that's why saving won't help you achieve financial freedom you know what i'm saying it, that's why savings won't help you achieve financial freedom. I mean, you can some people are, you know, disciplined enough or they'll cut out like they're frugal enough. they will like do the bare minimum. You have those minimalists out here and they possibly can save their way in 401k their way to some form of freedom. Maybe in 40 or 60 years, Uh, it'll take a considerably longer time, longer period of time to achieve that. Uh, But investing can help you retire early, though. Putting that money in places where it can grow for you, uh, putting that money in, in uh, different uh, investment vehicles, putting that money to work. Having that money work harder than you is what helps you achieve uh, financial freedom in life, right? Uh, for those of us that want to retire early, uh, you don't retire early in life uh, by simply just saving money and cutting costs. You retire early and, and are able to... Enjoy and appreciate the luxuries that life has to offer by putting that money to work. Your money should work harder than you. Your money's back should be hurting, not yours. Okay? Your money should be out there making you more money, not you finding another job to make more money. You should be spending time with your kids, educating them, enjoying time with them, building memories with them. That's what you should be doing. You should be out here, you know, uh, leveraging that money or other people's time in order for you to go out here and network and build more and grow more, right? That's what that's your job uh as people. That's our job as people, I believe. Uh some of a lot of us fall short of that, you know, that that momentous goal. And a lot of us want financial freedom. A lot of us want more money. A lot of us want more out of life, but a lot of us aren't willing to do more, to get more. Or a lot of us aren't willing to educate ourselves in order to achieve more. And that's why the majority of the people would just simply stay where they're at and have what they've always had because they're going to continue to do what they've always done. A little hard work won't hurt you. It won't kill you, right? But hard work works, okay? Daily education works. That's the, It's one of the keys to success. And it's sad because that's what, you know, society kind of like traps you in that box to only do what you've been conditioned to do and and as a result you'll have what you always had and and believe it or not investing can actually help you grow as a person right it's because of the risk that you have to take remember what i said investing is it's the you you expending money with the expectation of achieving profits right Okay, so you have to take that risk and get out of your comfort zone because we all know uh, Well, if you don't know you're gonna know now uh, Your success begins where your comfort zone ends You can't remain in your comfort zone continuously doing what you've always done Expecting to get a different result. It doesn't work like that. You're delusional at that point Um, so When you invest you have to take that risk you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to uh, do something different in order to achieve a different result, and in turn this is how it also helps you grow as a person because it takes a certain level of emotional intelligence and, and and financial intelligence or sophistication in order to invest like if you plan on playing the game to win you you have to educate yourself right you can't you can't get into the world of investing or Put you shouldn't get into the world of investing in any form or fashion, or put your money in any place with an expectation to get a return if you don't know absolutely nothing about it. Don't get me wrong. Ultimately, you have to just jump in that water, you know, and take a chance on yourself. You can start small with some things, like someone who was investing in stocks. Buy your stock for twenty-five bucks, fifty bucks, if you know that you don't plan that you don't care to have. Um, and then start researching it, then start, you know, uh, learning about it. And then that's a great way. You're getting, like, on the job, on, you know, uh training experience, essentially, if you will. Um, but if you want to know how to win – if you want to win the game, you have to know how to play. So investing, in my opinion, it forces you to get out of your comfort zone and take that risk. It forces you to have a certain level of emotional intelligence in order to be a a sophisticated or a smart investor or an intelligent investor, right? It forces you to educate yourself financially in the ways of money, in the ways of uh, the economy, and, and just understand how to properly play the game so you can properly position your finances in order to win the game. That's the beauty of it, right? But it takes personal development. It takes financial education, financial sophistication, and and it takes uh, that 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 certain grit or level of persistency to be able to get up and do it day in and day out in order to become a better person and achieve things that you didn't think was possible. And that's the beauty it can give you, right? It it um. It can invest and can give you the ability to leave something behind and create generational wealth uh for any real estate investors guess what happens when they when they pass and they they leave this plane this physical plane of being guess what happens? their real estate portfolio, which is what it's called if you amass, let's say, X amount of properties, you now at this point have a portfolio. The same with stock investors, the same with uh, people that have different businesses and stuff like that. You have a portfolio, and it's in, uh, it becomes uh, uh, diversified when you have uh, different things that you invest in. You have different portfolios, You're, uh you have different, like, say, if you invest in stocks, um um real estate uh businesses things of that nature well at this point you've diversified your different portfolios enough and created enough different income streams to where you know if one of them does bad, the other one can other ones can supplement. Those ventures, right? If your stock, if your stock portfolio is down because the market is bad, then guess what? Your income from your real estate or from the business that you uh, invest in can supplement that, and it can carry the load. Right? You won't end up uh, feeling the brunt of the blow as much because of those other income streams or investment vehicles that you do have, right? So the reason why it can leave you something behind, because like I said, you can. The reason why investing is a great way to be able to leave something behind to your your kids, or your kids, kids, and Great generational wealth is because, like I said, if whenever their untimely demise comes, guess what happens to your portfolios? They have to go somewhere. Like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's commendable to, to to donate a portion of them to charity or a good cause. Uh, I plan on doing the same myself. But guess what? You get to leave it behind to your loved ones. You get to leave it behind to your kids. You get to leave it behind to continue to work uh, uh You know, for generations and for years and for decades and for centuries, you can continue to leave that stuff behind in order to create new money, right? In in order to create new freedom, right? For your uh, loved ones, in in order to create new opportunities for the people that you cherish the most or for the causes that you support the most if you do happen to be generous enough to leave that money to a great cause, to a charity or organization or something like that, right? Which I do believe all of us should do at some point or another. that's kind of how you get that um that 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 reciprocation from the universe by putting your money to a good place or supporting something with uh you can call it tithing, you can call it supporting the cause, you can call it whatever you want to do uh but when you put that money uh into the universe for a charitable cause, a good cause, I do believe good things happen to you. So, you can really create generational wealth uh by investing uh, and like I said, because if you if you if you just simply save money, let's say you happen to amass uh, five hundred thousand dollars of your lifetime. Let's just even say you make it to a million bucks by saving. Let's say four hundred one k and just a traditional savings account. You you amass a million dollars. Well, guess what? You need something to live on when you retire. And a lot nowadays with the medical advances, people are living a whole lot longer, right? So um, I mean. You do the math, a million dollars probably won't last you long uh, with, for, for the rest of your lifetime because, like I said, well, if, it, if that money isn't working for you, that means you're going to keep taking slices of the pie. You're going to keep taking uh, apples from the apple tree, but you're not planting any more apple seeds. Eventually, that tree is going to stop bearing fruit. So let's say you don't let's say you don't outlive, let's say you do outlive the money. I'm sorry. Let's say you do outlive the money. You have five hundred thousand dollars left. Your kid is uh, let's say forty years. Let's say you passed at like seventy, or you know seventy ish. And let's say you have children that are you know multiple children. Let's say you have three between the ages of fifty and, and forty years old, right? So let's say you divide that money up between those three kids, with five hundred k three ways. Uh, shoot, let's say quick math I'm going to say it's going to be about 175 per 180 per kid, right? That's, that. all of a sudden That's like a lot less money to deal You can run through $180,000 Oh man, in extreme cases <laughs> In extreme cases If you're not like, if you don't have the best money habits You can run through that in a year If you're lucky And let's say you live on uh, $20,000 a year With $180,000 in eight years, that's gone. I mean, nine years, I'm sorry. Nine years, that money is gone. At that point, your kids didn't even have enough. They didn't even have, because they're so young, right? They didn't even have the ability to leave that money behind to their kids. So simply saving won't create you anything, because when you're saving... And like I said, it's going to come a point where you're going to you won't physically be able to work. Your body won't be able to do it or whatever happens. Right. Or you just get tired and you need to retire. Um, that money won't go that far. But if you have that money invested throughout the years, continuously building, growing and working for you, and if it stays invested because you actually can live off of your investment income. People are doing it. People are living from their cash flow, from their properties. People are living from the residual income they get from businesses. People are, are living from the dividend income they get from their stocks. People are doing this stuff, man. It's, 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 this is real. People are doing this. People are, are seeing actual wealth. People are experiencing the joys of life through the world of investing. And guess what happens? Like I said, those portfolios, you are able to leave them behind to the younger generations. And guess what's going to happen? That money is going to continue to keep working. That money is not going to stop working just because you passed away. It's going to keep appreciating. It's going to keep cash flowing. It's going to keep paying dividends. It's going to keep earning you profits. That's what investing is. That's the beauty of investing. But people aren't willing to go that extra mile to learn how to invest, to learn how to educate, you know, to, to, to become financially free. People would rather go get a new trade or go learn a new skill that could that's going to make them. Don't get me wrong. You might become more valuable in the marketplace to be able to earn more money. But just like I said, earning more money uh, and, and not putting it to work won 't get you anywhere it won't have you, help you achieve any freedoms it won't help you achieve anything to leave to your kids and if you don't educate yourself properly, you won't be able to put your kids, which is who we 're doing this for this is who we work for it's who we're like you know struggling and breaking our back for to put them in a better situation to give them a good quality of life. Well, guess what if you don 't educate yourself, you can't teach them in order for them to have the best quality to truly have the best quality of life right so investing is such a such a great such a great thing to to know and to do in terms of just being a, a better you, having a better quality of life, and and truly having a freedom. That's what freedom is, man. Freedom is time. Freedom is the time to do what you want with your family, with your friends, uh, with your business, with your associations. Um, it's freedom, man. Um, and and unfortunately, a lot of us won't be able to experience that freedom because we don't. We refuse to educate ourselves or do anything different in order to achieve that freedom. Um, So the more income streams, the better, which is what investing is. I gave a few examples of of a few different investment streams, vehicles. There's a lot of different ways to make money, man. It's a lot of different ways. You can even do it with nowadays podcasts, blogs. Those are your content creators. Um, I mean, you can... Flip houses You can flip cars You can flip electronics You know That's not That's like Um you actually have to work. You don't have to do some form of work, right? But it's a hustle, right? It can turn and it can blossom and grow into something more, right? You, you can put money in places to grow more. You can put money in places to where you don't have to do any work is what they call passive income, okay? You can sit back and let that money strictly work for you. And the more streams of income you have, the better. The more A stream of income is just, it's just a flow of money. It's a, it's a flow of money for you. How many different flows do you have? How many different checks are you cashing monthly, right? You can only work so much physically, right? The body can only do so much. That's why, you have to let, that's why you have to make your money work for you. Your money should work harder than you do. Your back shouldn't be hurting. Your, your money's back should be hurting because it's in so many different places, doing so many different things, earning you a dollar. That's the name of the game, okay? And then you have what they call the um, – I'm going to drop you a fun fact before I go. So they have something called the Rule of 72, Okay, for all my people that are in the financial field, any bankers, any uh, economists, any people that know about the world of money uh, that possibly work in any financial institutions. uh, Basically, what the rule of 72 is, if you have uh, uh, money in some investments, let's say whatever percent of return, whatever your return on investment is, uh, if you divide that. Into 72, that's how many years it'll take you to double your money. So, that's just a little fun fact. If you have uh, $100,000 invested into a uh, real estate, uh, a a rental rental property, um, and you get 10% a year on that money that you put in, uh, you divide 10 into 72, you get 7.2. It'll take you 7.2 years to double that money. OK, and another 7.2 to to double it again and again and again. And then the more uh, uh, streams of income you have, guess what? The more times you'll double money, the more times, you know, the more times. Oh, because that's the name of the game. right? That's how you create financial wealth and financial freedom is by continuously growing that money. And what better way to grow it than double, double it, triple it, quadruple it, 10 it, Right. That's the best way to achieve those freedoms that life has to offer or to be able to enjoy those luxuries that life has to offer because I believe I truly believe this that we all as people want more but it's just in my opinion what are you willing to do to get more so with that everybody you've been rocking with the cash flow president this is the cash flow president podcast until next time go do you some research, go do you some homework, go go figure out, find out different ways to invest, go find out what investing is, go figure out a way to grow you some money, go figure out a way to get you some financial freedom, go figure out to buy your time back and 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 help you, in turn, help your kids find a way to buy their time back. So their back doesn't have to hurt. So they don't have to come home stressed out because work was tough or because they don't like their coworkers, right? It'll benefit you and it'll benefit them in the long run because guess what? We all want something to leave behind to our kids. You can't find any parent uh, with any competent parent who actually loves their kids that doesn't want to leave something behind. Get up, get out, and go find something to leave behind to your kids. Until next time... Go educate yourselves. Go take massive action in in making your dreams come true. All right, guys. Peace.